0: This this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts. David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic. A monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina
1: wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here.
0: Light him up,
2: light him up, light him up, everybody. November 30th, 2013, we are live. From Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And this week, Cognac and Cigars. And with us, from Cuba Rica, brand owner and creator of Via Havana, Stephen Adib will join us, and he's giving away, get this, a bottle of Louis Trey. That's Louis the 13th Cognac. I don't hear you, Mr. Jonathan, but uh, Remy Martin, right? Um, 21 is the new 18, city after city, state after state, are changing their smoking ages Why and will this continue? We'll talk about that. And he has always loved cigars and the cigar industry, and the cigar industry has always loved him. They named a cigar size after him. Sir Winston Churchill celebrates today, his 139th birthday today, and he'll join us on the show. Back from the dead as we light up in his honor. Mr. Jonathan.
3: Hey, there we go. Uh, You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S., and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in Two Guys Smoke Shop's tax-free Seabrook, New Hampshire location. And we're the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand, you light up along with us. You can catch us syndicated on any one of the radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can simply tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live. Or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our good friends over at the Cigar Station. That's thecigarstation.com. Replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Okay. Um, you got just tef- technical difficulties n- over there? Well, I'm just looking for the cigar cutters that I asked you before oh. the show started, and I'm
2: still <laughs> looking for them now because it's time to cut our cigars. It but certainly is. What we're, what we're missing right now is our cigar cutters, so we can't do that. But what we can do is choose the cigar we're going to smoke. We're going to smoke via Havana, but we know that they have three different kinds. They have the Connecticut, they have the Corojo, and they have the Maduro. Yes. Which one would you like to smoke? I feel like we should smoke the Corojo. Which one would you like to smoke? I want to smoke the
3: Corojo first.
2: You'd like to smoke the Corojo, which is actually a contender for the cigar of the year. That it is. And here you go. I'm going to Thank you. I'm going to smoke the Connecticut version, which happens to be my my favorite, not the contender for the cigar of the year. That's what you're smoking, and Rich, we're going to give him the Maduro version. All right, not too heavy. He'll be fine with it. Diego, Rich. Thank you, sir. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it is a contender for the Cigar of the Year. You have one, but he makes three different kinds, and I know the next hour we want to smoke something else by uh, Via Havana, so uh, not by by Cuba Rica, the company that uh, makes Via Havana. And uh, I thought uh, we'll get to that, and we'll all smoke that together, because I don't believe we smoke that on the show, although this one we have gone through before. But because we have him, we're going to smoke it anyway. Somebody has to do it. I think it's a great cigar anyway. I'm happy to be one of them. But it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Prodomo Cigars. Prodomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising their prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Prodomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. All I can do is ask you for the cutter. If you don't give it to me, I'll just... That's uh, true. I wasn't doing anything else. I didn't ask you what else you were doing. I was just asking you for what I asked you to do. That was all. And uh, we're going to light our cigar
3: in honor of Winston Churchill. What are we going to uh, light our cigar with? We're going to light our cigar with the $24.99 retail Churchill lighter by Vertigo. by Vertigo.
2: By Vertigo. It's a Churchill. And this is one of those that uh, I have a Band-Aid on my finger, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, this is, uh, you know, one of those things that happen to you during Thanksgiving dinner. Keep your hands and in your, in your fingers away from me during dinner. Just... <laughs> you hurt
3: yourself during I dinner. Did. That's I did. the
2: confusing part. And I've been eating my whole life. But um, this vertigo Churchill is one of those that the, the flame actually changes. Yeah, it's a color. quad
3: flame with a huge, huge tank reservoir. Uh, three windows, not one window, because the tank is so big, they put three windows in it so you can see it from all angles. And when you do strike it, uh, about four seconds in, the flame starts to turn orange, then red, and it gives you a nice little... Uh, contrast against a blue or a green background, like, for instance, grass on a golf course or a blue blue sky, sky. if you happen to be smoking when it's nice out, which it's not nice out today. So
2: how do they do this? They have some sort of coil. I'm looking inside there, and you have actually three pieces. Why don't you look
3: on your thumb, and then you can
2: see the shape of the coil. Right. (laughs) Is this the one I did that that to? It has a little (laughs) flap lid on it, and what I did is... uh, not, not looking straight ahead and not looking at the flap lid. I put the lid down on the other side of it, and there was no lid there that was on the other side. Boom, when you put it down, and it made the
3: little... Yeah, co- you put your thumb right on the coil on the inside. Brutal. And it's not even... It's, it's actually the same thumb. Oh, so you can't even see it. No. It's all covered up from a band-aid. From cutting... Uh, the so bed- as I understand it, in talking with your mother, yes. you were... Uh, What, a minute into starting the preparation at 8 o'clock in the morning and you locked off the tip of your thumb? That's it. Nice. And the rest of the
2: day is ruined by that because now I have to, you don't don't realize how much you need the
3: thumb. Well, it's interesting because we are the only animal on the planet with an opposable thumb. Very needed. That's it. This is what separates us from the rest of the the, the whole world. All the other animals, we have a thumb, they don't. And it makes all the difference in the world. It makes all
2: the difference in the world. And, and here it is, 48 hours later, and it's still bleeding.
3: That's not good. You might need stitches. Yeah. That's typically a sign. I'm a scared of stitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I c- probably
2: need a stitch or two. I can't I, say that I blame you there. It, it just won't stop. So, uh, yeah. So now it is the holiday season. It is um, Christmas
3: season. This is what, you hate to even say the word because it's so un- uh, I don't hate PC. I've been saying it right along, Merry Christmas. And you know what? I've noticed people have been smiling and saying Merry Christmas back. Even the guys with the things in the back of their head, my uh, fellow brethren, I'm only a quarter Jewish, but they still say Merry Christmas back because that's what I celebrate. You know
2: that's what we're buying presents for, right? You know why. Although
3: the streets are crowded and the stores are busy and. This um, year, I believe, Hanukkah had a little something to do with it because Hanukkah began on Thanksgiving Day, and it won't happen again for some 18,000 years.
2: Rob, we'll tell you all about that on the show 18,000 years from now. Yeah, we will. We're going to keep this thing
3: going because we're going to be smoking cigars, and just like Winston Churchill, who's 139 today. Yes, he is. Uh, still alive and kicking as I see it.
2: Yes, we'll have him on. So, listen, we're giving away a bottle of Louis Trey. This is King Louis Whatever you call it, Louis Thirteenth. this is a
3: $3,200 bottle of cognac. This is the rapper's choice for cognac. The dudes that make like a million dollars a minute and they want to spend their money just for the sake of spending their money. Make it rain, baby. This, make it rain. This is the cognac of choice for them. It used to be Hennessy until they found out there was something more expensive. Really? Okay, so that's the idea of it. I have, um, what
2: is this called? Jack Dennis XO. I'm sure I'm, I'm pronouncing it all wrong here. But this is what we're... Jacques gonna, Denis. Jacques Denis XO. This is a French cognac. They're all French. <laughs> well, that's true. So it's a brandy. Right. And all brandy is cognac. But all cognac
3: is not brandy. No. I think it's the other way around. All brandy is cognac. No. Not. no all, all cognac... Is brandy. All right, but not all brandy is cognac. But all not brandy. All right.
2: Yep. So it's got to be, you know, the real good stuff. So you're going to Got to be
3: from the cognac region of France, I believe, just like champagne. All right. You want some? some? Yeah. Of course you do. I yeah. could use a shot right now. This is a 20-year-old cognac. Thank How you about much? you, Rich?
0: Yeah, I'll. Uh,
2: yeah, if you can, check it out. If you can't, uh,
3: be happy. Here you go. Thank you, sir. Now, now, true or false, we're breaking the law right now by drinking on the radio.
0: Uh, I would say false. I don't see why that's breaking the law, All right.
3: It? I had heard that it was. Maybe it's just in the studio. You can't do it. Well, whatever. We're
0: remote it, broadcast, so. All
2: right. And this isn't really cognac. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case. <laughs> so we have we have brandy snifters. Yeah, you gotta, you got to put it in your hand and warm it up. Because it doesn't have a stem. You have to hold it in your hand to keep it warm. Yeah. Although you can put it down, but be careful when you yeah, put it wobbles. down. Yeah, wobbles. Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. And uh, this glass I made just for today. This is why this is here. And we're giving these away while we have many talents. There we go. Got cigars. It's what makes cognac even better. Mm-hmm. Cigars. Yes. So I guess they want it a little warm. So you hold it in your
3: hand. That's your... what I'm told. It, it, it it's Something about the bouquet it, it, and the, the shape of the glass causing the bouquet to rise up inside and well up, and you stick your nose in. And you take a little, a I'll little tell sniff you, of you the think bouquet.
2: You think there's a lot of BS when it comes to cigars? It can't even get close <laughs> to the BS that happens in the alcohol industry. Um, we got 20-year-old cognac here, and it is the uh, Jacques Denis. Denis. That's what I, how I would pronounce it. You're French, uh, French Canadian, yeah. Forty percent alcohol. Tasting notes. Um, this is what the experts say. Dark yellow gold. Would you say that in the, in the color? Isn't dark yellow dark gold? Dark yellow
3: gold, yeah. Rounded vanilla. Pastry. Hang on a second. They used one of my things. They don't get the taste shapes. That's a Mr. Jonathan thing. It's rounded vanilla. Pastry. Candied fruits
2: and chocolate aromas. <laughs> nope. It smells like alcohol to me. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. Um, what we say, this is um, the, the company themselves, a lighter XO, which offers lovely balance, wheels of aroma, with a the,
3: uh, delicate intensity. Well, I'm going to say that there's a there's a good amount of sugar in the uh, in the cognac because the legs are very slow. If you if you get the the wine or whatever, this cognac, up on the sides, and then you let it go, you watch how slow the droplets run down the outside, and that lets you know the sugar content. If it runs very slow, it's a high sugar content. Are you making this up? Not at all. Yeah. If it it shoots down quickly, there's a low sugar content. So I would expect, I have not tasted this yet, I would expect this to be on the sweeter side, being that it's higher in sugar. All right, this is, uh, the
2: size of this bottle is a... um you know what? I'm having 750 milliliters. I'm having a rough day. Just take the cork out, throw it in the trash, and let's do yeah, this. Yeah, we're doing it all. But let me ask you this: How much for a bottle? How much for a bottle of this? 750 milliliters. 200 bucks? <laughs> um, 130.
3: Okay. Wow. I thought this was going to be a lot stronger than it is. I did as well. But again, going back to the sugars in it. Not that it's sugary, syrupy, sweet, but there's enough sugars to slow the legs down, and it's going to cut some of the bite. It's all right, huh? This is actually uh, That's exceptional. That's pretty good. Sit by the fire at night, cigar, and a glass of this? Or do a radio show and sit, sit, you know what? sit by all the. F- yeah. I'll tell you this the cigar just went up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because this is this is real corojo, and corojo is known for having a little bit of pepperiness right at the beginning. Yeah. And with an unfinished foot like uh, Via v- Havana has, you get a boost of that pepperiness from the wrapper. And I'm going to say, I typically lean away from the pepperiness, but I knew you weren't going to pick corojo, so I I would pick corojo. I picked this one so you could have. I your would pick any of them, but the Maduro because it's a little too heavy for, for my taste. I just remember you almost crying when you couldn't have the uh, icon from the contender show. So.
2: Well, anyway, let's toast Winston Churchill, and he would say, and this is what he said, I drink a great deal, I sleep a little, and I smoke cigar after cigar. That is why I am in 200% form. 200% form, Winston Churchill. I'll Uh, drink to that. And, um, which is a perfect setup for our first guest. Our first guest coming back from the dead just to talk with us right now is the man himself, Sir Winston Churchill. Are you
0: there, Mr. Churchill? Jonathan, David, how are you, baby? We're very good. Yeah, rock and roll. (laughs) Rock and roll. David and Jonathan, it's not easy being a historical figure. Oftentimes, you're quoted in record, in the history books. For instance, you're probably aware of one of my famous retorts when a woman asked me, Mr. Churchill, are you drunk? At a party, and I said, I am drunk, ma'am, but tomorrow I shall be sober, and you will still be ugly. Bollocks! I never said that. <laughs> never said that. I remember this bird. I met her at a party, and while it's true she did say what she said, I sort of just vomited in her face. <laughs> Quite literally, kind of just projectile vomited in and around her mouth, and then I dropped me trousers, and I said, Hey, Kitty, you fancy a tickle of me wanker?
3: Whoa, I'm not yeah, <laughs> I'm not actually sure that that's radio-friendly right there, Mr. Can Churchill. I,
0: can I say wanker? You can
3: I, say wanker.
0: You had David Ortiz on the show talking about turd piss and ducks. I can't <laughs> say wanker.
3: All right, I guess you could say wanker. It's
0: his 139th say?
2: birthday. You can say whatever you want. You are so, known as a cigar uh, smoker that has, has smoked 8 to 10 cigars per day. No problem?
0: No problem. I love me cigars. I'm 139 years old. Hang
3: on a second. Didn't you die at the age of 90?
0: Jonathan, I'd like to thank you for pointing out a very good point. Just in case people were confused that Winston Churchill might still be alive in 2013. I died at 90. I lived a very long and healthy life smoking cigars. It sustained me through interesting things like school and sports In vacations, traveling the world, baby. War, booze, that awful wanker Hitler. Stolen with his shirt off, asking me if I want a mustache ride.
3: Oh, Oh, (laughs) Jesus.
0: And getting absolutely nasty with Eleanor Roosevelt in the Lincoln Room, baby. Oh, (laughs) nice. Me and FTR showing early Eiffel Tower. Yeah. (laughs) That's it, boys. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, we rock and roll, Churchill. roll, baby. Rock,
2: rock and roll, baby. I, uh, <laughs> I am speechless. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Who else has Winston Churchill on? Nobody, Nobody has Winston no. Churchill. No. He died 90 he years easily old. He could have been Billy Bloody Idol, though. Eight to ten cigars a day. Started at the age of 20. Lived till he was 90 years old. And people didn't live to 90 years old. No, in those they days. certainly
3: did not. My grandfather says he started smoking cigars at the age of 10. Your grandfather did. And he's 96. There we go. There's something to it. There's something to it. Uh, They say
2: Churchill stocked between 3,000 and 4,000 cigars at all times, just in case. I know someone like that. Really? Uh, Yeah. He's a... um, It it was... um, Well, let me ask you this question. Who... Who made the the Churchill size cigar? What was the first brand to actually say Churchill, as as a double Corona, which is they were known for before? I'm gonna say that it was Davidoff. It was not. It was Romeo and Julietta in really? Cuba. Yep. that uh, decided uh, to make a seven inch by forty seven, and actually call it the Churchill.
3: And, and Churchill's
2: uh, nowadays tend to be fifty ring gauge to fifty two right. ring gauge. Usually they, they seven inches, and they can be. Thicker or thinner, but uh, not too thin. 47, I would say, would be the thinnest you would ever get. The American market has gone to thicker cigars, that's it. But that uh, Romeo and Juliet Churchill still exists in Cuba, the same exact size as that that Churchill. So, uh, yeah. Uh, They say he smoked 250,000 cigars in his lifetime. That's impressive. 250,000? I'm going to try to get
3: there. Yeah? I'm working on it. There we go. Now, I want to talk a little bit about last week, yep. because you said some things that hurt my feelings. Did I? You're like referring to Jeremy Soares as your co-host. How, how would you even know that? You weren't even here. I listen to every single I would, second. I
2: would say that would be the second show you missed in the month of November. It is the second show I missed in but the month of November. But just in the month of November alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I need a co-host. I guess you do. <laughs> so is there a point,
3: point? point was taken, though. You said he was your co-host too many times. And, and it alluded to the fact that he might Are be Are you pitching in for him today? Are you pitching in for him today <laughs> is the question. That is not, no. No, this is my spot. Hey, when he learns how to set up a Comrex unit, then I'll think my job's in jeopardy. But you either need Chuck or me right now. I know Jeremy's listening, well, and, I, and I think
2: he can uh, set up a Comrex. I, I don't think that takes uh, too much. I mean, set okay. the Comrex up. It's got three plugs in it. and uh, not saying it low if you volume. can't bring it, buddy. Don't make me learn. The show will be a one-man show. Don't let me don't let me learn, uh, which would be crazy for you to even consider that. And I think it would be a perfect segue to go into the asylum. Can you possibly pull that up? I believe that
3: the producer in the station. Has okay, asylum. You're it's ready time to, to take now, a peek I want to talk please. a little bit about last week. Yeah. Because you said some things that hurt my feelings. Did and I? Right? we got a you little like echo. you referring to Jeremy Sawyer as your. I'll just play it here. Okay. Shut the Station down. All right, it's time to take a peek at the Asylum. News
2: from the Asylum brought to you by Asylum. They're coming because. to take me away,
0: ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho. Hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha
3: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories too insane to be true. But they are brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. Exhibits in the Audubon Insectorium's Bug Appetite kitchen house thousands of live bugs and insect-infused cuisine that can be sampled any time of year in the museum's Tiny Termite Cafe. At the 23,000 square foot bug museum, which is the largest freestanding museum in the United States dedicated to insects, specialties include chocolate chirp cookies, six-legged salsa made with tomatoes and chunks of real crickets, your favorite sugared wax worms and spicy Cajun crickets. Gross. But this year's Thanksgiving fair was exceptional and included a feast of turkey with cornbread and mealworm stuffing waxworm cranberry sauce and yes pumpkin pie with a crispy cricket topping that's not just insane it's disgusting that's asylum brought to you by asylum cigars take no prisoners truly flavorful medium bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4 by 44 to the insane 6 by 80 that's insane that's Asylum.
1: They're coming to take me away, haha. they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, ha ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy
0: to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away,
2: Asylum Cigars, and one of the contenders for the Cigar of the Year this year, along with the cigar that Jonathan's smoking, the Via Havana Corojo. Yes. We're getting a lot of feedback this year, lots of feedback Uh, If you uh, haven't seen the Contender's Pack yet, um, it includes seven different cigars that are in it. Via Havana that uh, Jonathan's smoking right now, the Corojo version of it. The Asylum 13, the 6x60 version would be the first 6x60 to ever become the Cigar of the Year if it ends up winning. Hammer and Sickle Icon, this is a Connecticut shade made out of the Davidoff factory, uh, selling dramatically well for us over here. Perla del Mar, which uh, would be the uh, second to win for the people at JC Newman. This is uh, made in Nicaragua, and it's a box press shade cigar, uh, getting a lot of attention and probably the best value in the bunch. We have Bandolero, uh, the second cigar coming out of Costa Rica uh, via Havana, and this one comes out of Costa Rica in the winner of last year's Cigar of the Year. Um Piata Bay which won. This is Bandolero, this is Nelson Alfonso's second shot at it and it would be uh two in a row if he ended up winning that you got another Nicaraguan, uh, which is the Davidoff Nicaraguan. This one is gaining lots of ground uh, in Cigar Aficionado, which normally does not give high ratings to a Davidoff product, but they love this one. Uh, This one is selling like crazy and getting a lot of attention from everybody, the Davidoff Nicaraguan. And last but not least, out of the Dominican Republic is Aging Room, our friends from Boutique Blends. Um, with their first Connecticut, and this is not a limited release, this one continues on, so this one
3: stands a chance to win, the Aging Room Havau Hava Kavao. Uh, the interesting thing about Havau, a lot of fuller-bodied smokers, someone who smokes a Maduro or maybe a Corojo like the one I'm smoking now, may think to themselves, you know what, Connecticut Shade, it's not something I'm into. The feedback that I'm getting about Havau specifically from those guys, is they're blown away. It's the first Connecticut shade that they actually enjoy smoking because it doesn't get bitter. They, you know, they want that full flavor oh, going full on. Full
2: flavor Connecticut. Oh, absolutely, it's, it's terrific. <clears throat> Which is pretty interesting, and, and you're seeing a lot of that. There's a handful of people out there. E.P. Carrillo making a great Connecticut cigar that's got lots and lots of flavor. Always uh, Perdomo with his uh, yeah. champagne version and things like that. That
3: this, you it's know, it's not th- easy to blend out a cigar and and not overpower that Connecticut. Wrapper, but still have the flavor. That's the trick. They really need to have a good master blender on your team to be able to pull that off. Absolutely. So we're uh, we're drinking cognac, we're smoking
2: cigars, and we're getting ready for Stephen Adib, who's going to come join us. I got one question. Okay, we tapped glasses earlier. We did. What's with the tapping glasses? You tap glasses, and this is, comes from wine drinkers that try to use every sense they have. So they look at the at the cognac, and they we we discussed the color of it. It was a golden what. Yeah. Urine
3: color? It, like is a, a, it is a urine color, but like they, if you've been drinking the night before and you're not well hydrated, the one that kind of burns a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they they definitely used a different
2: uh, wording on it. Uh, a dark yellow gold, but urine will work too.
3: Liquid gold, baby. Liquid gold. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of the golden shower. <laughs> Here we go. This is a. Uh, it, it is that color anyway. But
2: they tap the glasses so they use every sense. They, they use their eyes, they use their nose, they use their taste,
3: and they have to use their hearing. I've heard a different reason for tapping glasses. Let's say I poisoned you. That's the Somebody else said that too. Is we smash glasses hard enough so that a little bit of yours goes into mine, a little bit of mine goes into yours, so any poison. But, that have happens, you ever seen
2: somebody tap glasses hard enough to make that happen? Let's get halfway through the rest of this bottle and we'll I'm be sure, tapping glasses. I'm, I'm sure not. we will, and smash the glass in our hands. I'm sure that will happen, but no, I, it's a nice story, but it it's is. not true. The story is to use every cent you possibly have. Okay, so that's it. So we're going to go to break, and we come, when we come back, the owner and creator of Via Havana and Testarossa Cigars from Cuba Rica, this is the guy with the best booth at the Cigar Trade Show two years in a row. If you don't know him yet, you will. Steven Adib joins us, and we return live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
0: Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it.
1: five bucks and a comfortable chair genius <laughs> meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana Subido wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit brickhouse cigar
3: smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana.
1: Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three year aged Dominican Viso and Lejero, all finished inside a breathtaking five year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
0: Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on
2: the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We're back, and uh, Hawaii and Utah are gone, and New York and D.C. is coming on board to go to 21. It's going to get worse and worse. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, and we're getting a little lick it up with Cognac, and we're eyeing that bottle of Louis Trey, Louis the 13th. Stephen Adib has brought it to us, and we're giving it away here as a part of the promotion uh, when you come here and you try uh, some of his cigars from Cuba Rica uh, including Testerosa and Via Havana. And right now uh, I'm smoking the Connecticut version of the Via Havana. Mr. Jonathan is smoking the Corojo. Yes. And Rich is smoking the Maduro. And with us is Stephen Adib from Cuba Rica. How are you doing,
5: gentlemen?
3: Very good. Very good. Hey, Rich, just, just the uh, just the mic. Good to no. be
2: here.
5: <coughs> good to be here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in New Hampshire. Yes. Is it really good to be
3: here? It's freezing out. <laughs> Aren't you used that to something is. a little warmer? I am. Although you California came prepared boy. with a uh, three-quarter length jacket. Yes, I did. You inspired me. I didn't want to be outdone. I wore my full-length jacket this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's old
2: school right there.
5: That's uh, dad. Yes. Nice. Yes, it is. I got it from the old man.
2: Nice. Ooh, is, uh, I'm nice. I'm actually uh, accidentally reached for the wrong cigar, which is what I was smoking, and we'll talk about that later, what you got coming in the future. Okay. We're smoking some futuristic cigars coming out in hey. the near future. But in the meantime, we have Cuba Rica, the name of the company, Cuba Rica. Um, just, uh, uh, <clears throat>
5: Cuba, I wanted, you know, uh, I started this thing in Costa Rica and uh, <laughs> just always been, a great fan of uh, Cuban tobacco. Okay. Um, I just, I'm kind of particular to it, and uh, and that's where the whole name kind of twisted. Okay. Costa Rica, Cuba Rica. We just wanted bit, something different. It's interesting. Right. A little yeah. cross between that's, that's, it. That's, that's that kind of it. That's about it. And you know?
2: and the brand that was smoking, the Via Havana.
5: Correct. Via Havana is the flagship brand uh, under Cuba Rica. And uh, we have it in four different sub-brands. You're smoking one, the Connecticut. Yes. Uh, Jonathan's smoking uh, the, Corojo. Uh, the Corojo. Rich R- has the Maduro. Rich has the Maduro.
3: And then, then we there's also... there's something else interesting about because you didn't just stop at just regular cigars. You also didn't go to flavored cigars. You've got a little, almost a combination, just like you did with Cuba Rica, Another combination, kind of making a little crossover. What about those cigars?
5: Yes. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. That uh, is definitely a very unique cigar, Is the Maduro Dulce, which we introduced. And uh, and that is basically, I've taken that same exact Maduro, the traditional Maduro and Via Havana, and because that wrapper already ha- has uh, uh, notes of sweetness, sure. it really worked out well where I... Uh, uh, put a mixture of uh, brown sugar and organic honey on the first inch of it so it's rubbed in uh, on top of the wrapper. It's not infused like a flavor cigar. Is, is it
2: put into the wrapper or is it put onto the finished cigar? Uh,
5: no, put on the finished cigar okay. after, the, after the wrappers put on. Okay, then, yes. you, then you add brown sugar and organic honey. organic honey. So I have kind of come up with the with the uh, ways of uh, of making that work because uh, one of the challenges with that is that it uh, once you put that away with uh, humidity exposed it dissipates sure. so so we've kind of like mastered that uh, okay. over several months of uh, uh, trial and error. What
3: I find interesting about the Maduro Dolce is typically the Maduro version of Via Havana is a little bit on the strong side for me as you know I, I tend to lean Really medium-bodied, yeah. but I really enjoy mild. Correct. I can go medium, and I can smoke full. I just can't smoke as many of them. With the Maduro Dolce, I really can smoke them time after time. And yeah. we've said on the show, anytime you get that overpowered feeling from a cigar, you put a little sugar under your tongue, well, this solves the problem for you. You want to smoke a fuller-bodied cigar, and it comes with the sugar built <laughs> in. You've got, yeah. you, you got the best of both worlds. You yeah. really can, as, a, as kind of a wimp like I am, You really can go fuller-bodied and not have a bad experience. It actually is a good experience. No one has ever done it. I know we have some
2: cigars with sweetener on on the end of the cigar, uh, but nobody has ever done it to a Maduro because a lot of people look at the dark wrappers and say, oh, this one's too strong for me. When we know it has a sweet component to it uh, automatically and... It's something different. I mean, you are doing what is different right now in this industry. You've been around for a long time, working with different cigar companies before you started your own out of the West Coast. And um, the first thing you did is, while everybody is going towards Nicaraguan tobacco, you went to Costa Rica. Why Costa Rica? Well,
5: uh, as I like to say... uh, um, In Nicaragua, I would pretty much be an amoeba in an ocean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, and in Costa Rica, I can be the uh, the big fish in the pond. Oh, okay. (laughs) That that's that's really it. But isn't
3: isn't Costa Rica filled with with rollers that typically they're used to being paid more than what rollers are traditionally paid in the rest of the cigar world? Yes, it's so uh, making your cigar has to be more expensive. It, it is. Yeah, the uh, price point's not uh, reflected. So, uh, well, that is how that's, are you making mortgage payments? Uh, right now? Um,
5: that's that's <laughs> that's the that's definitely the struggle, uh, uh, Mr. Jonathan. The, uh, generally, traditionally, as you know, if you look at average Costa Rican cigars, they range from $15, $17, 20 dollars, right. sure? like that and up, and that's where. Uh, I truly can say that I have the smallest margins of any manufacturer in the industry. You could
3: easily get yeah. $19 for that yeah. uh, Capitola. I mean, that thing is its big, 60 ring yes. gauge. It draws the flavors there. It's not washed out like some 60s get. Uh, it almost tastes to me like you started at the 60 and then went down rather than go the other way. I'm not sure if that's the case, but flavor-wise, the blending on that is really spot-on. It tastes exactly like the smaller sizes. Well, I'm glad. I'm uh, it's that's, phenomenal.
5: That's the you know, I've, I've strive. Uh, uh, I mean, as I say, I always number one give credit number one to uh, curing and fermenting because that is really most of the battle in attaining yes. great toba- great fermented yeah. cured tobacco. But you know, if, if blending needs some credit, uh, in blending I've always uh, strive to make cigars that are going to be balanced. And complex so uh, nothing that you smoke in my product would be either a freight train or would be very bland on the other hand which is uh, very reminiscent of that Connecticut as uh, we've spoken before and I'm very proud of that I can really I mean
3: that really should be the flagship and the thing that you're most proud of because Connecticut is so difficult to work with being able to get that much flavor (laughs) in a cigar and not lose the characteristic of Connecticut shade
5: Correct. Correct. And, and you know, some of the great, you know, great men in this uh, legendary men in this business uh, uh, that uh, that I've uh, uh, spoken to have always always said. Uh, one, I will say, Jose Blanco. Jose sure. Blanco wow. will always. Uh, I've I've heard him say it's a lot more challenging to make a delicate cigar. Yeah, it is, than it is to make a fuller body cigar because that. you really can pinpoint all the details in yes. it. Yes. So that's the so that's why I'm so proud of that and and just like you both, I'm I'm a fan of that Connecticut. So, yes, well, and that's what I gravitate towards smoking more because uh, I have to be very careful with how much fuller-bodied cigars I smoke uh, because I have to protect my palate. Unfortunately, like consum- as cons- like consumers, I can't uh, uh, tend to smoke. So, object, uh, so subjectively I have to be more objective in my in smoking. You've got to be your it. biggest
3: critic. Correct. And so. someone like Dave, who who actually, uh, to his credit, has a very delicate palate, he would notice from box to box that that cigar changed because it is so light. And that is the challenge. You can make a fuller-bodied cigar and have a little bit less of this tobacco, a little bit more of that. And someone who smokes fuller-bodied stuff and in-your-face flavored stuff, they're not going to pick up on those subtleties because there's so few subtleties in a fuller bodied cigar. Yet, I'm saying that, and I'm smoking this at medium bodied Corojo, there are subtleties in this. This is blended as a medium bodied cigar, but it has the subtleties of a mild cigar. How did you pull that off? It's, that really comes to the credit of attaining
5: that great tobacco. It's so clean. It's 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 really ultra quality uh, material. And, and, and that's where I'm so blessed in, in being able to... Attain that as a little guy that I am. Yeah. But, again, no discredit to anyone else or, or credit to myself. It really comes down to, Mr. Jonathan, with, to to the fact of how much quantity you can do, You know where you've got to be very careful in crossing that line between quality and quantity, yeah. and production like anything else. If you produce too much of something, it doesn't matter who you are, yeah. you're not going to keep that consistency.
2: It's well, just we, it's... We wait for your cigar. I mean, we have to wait for the next productions to come in. I mean, yeah. this is the, Jonathan is the buyer, and has to know that okay, we have stuff coming in. Okay, get ready to place your orders and stuff because your your customers buy it out. Yes, and they we do. and we wait again. Yes, and we wait until it's right, no matter what. I know you could chase the money and push the stuff out for faster and you know to more places and stuff. But you, you I don't know, is this going to continue? Is this slow? That's type.
5: that's the that's the uh, basically the 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 key to uh, how I can continually produce uh, a great consistent cigar. Uh, as I always claim, I'm not the. Uh, I'm far from being a smart businessman. There I was going to say why I, you're <laughs> never going to get rich this way. By the way, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I'm intending to. Well, I, 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 I actually I'm, 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 I'm
3: rich at I'm rich at heart and mind yeah. uh, with that. And uh, uh, there, there are there are companies that have taken that approach. Uh, and there's a famous quote: "Not rushing the hands of time." And it's, this is your time. So I'm not mentioning any other companies. But no. there 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 are certain companies that do stand behind taking their time and not letting something rush and they're doing very well. And that really is the key. If you grow slow, you'll yeah. stay at the level that you're at and you'll you'll continue to grow slow, but you won't ever go backwards. Yeah. And that is the key. Well, I mean,
5: uh, as I uh, as an American, I uh, and as we know as business people, there's always two things in the in the business world. You have brands or branding and you have and then you also have that very uh, mom and pop boutique quality quality uh, and and I've always been the guy that would go to the mom-and-pop joint to grab a bite versus going to the brand names absolutely that's always been me so and that's what I kind of carry out with my with with cigars so we don't we don't have the marketing dollars to to uh, to, to pump into uh, advertisements and so on so in turn what we can have our back strong with is is offering uh,
3: the Uh, consumers,
2: the the, uh, great quality stick. So I'm sure, I mean, you're not in a lot, a lot of places. So there's a lot of our listeners right now that haven't heard of the cigar. Never heard of it before. You know, it's not there. Um if there's shop owners and stuff how do they get a hold of you or, you know are, are you hand picking these people or are they got to uh, make contact well, with you
5: well they we have a process they reach out to us uh, we would like to make sure we uh, our our business model is to be strictly in tobacco shops so if it's a, if it's a liquor store uh, and with all due respect to every business that sells cigars and and and, and embraces that and and kind of pushes this industry that we have up uh, with the numbers I want to gravitate in being in tobacco shops because i believe the knowledge yes. of people that work and the passion is very different than if you're in a wine shop or a liquor shop or a supermarket where people don't have knowledge right. of cigars because cigars are not you're not selling a pack of marlboros or, or a pack of uh, uh, Camels. yes you have to understand what, and again being such a boutique brand i for me it's truly that relationship it's a partnership maybe that word is used and i'm not trying to take uh uh ownership of that word and be original with it but uh, we really embrace that yeah, we, we really embrace that partnership and, and uh, to where uh, we give that support we don't uh, saturate the market in the same token with our with our retailers we want that we want our retailers and, and the personnel to drive people to that product. And then we, all, all we ask is that. And then from there, the cigar will stand on its own it certainly leg. It does. You know? yeah. Now,
3: there were, there, there were two men in the Bible at, at the time that Jesus was about to be crucified. There was Jesus. There was another dude. And the, the, the Romans said, you can pick which one will be pardoned today. As it was customary at the time, it was, uh, I forget what the holiday was, but it was a special holiday where th- there was uh, a forgiveness associated to it. And they all yelled out at the same time, give us Barabbas. Correct. And that brings us into your, one of, a cigar that I hear is coming. Correct. I've heard it's coming for a while. Yes. And you are not rushing the hands of time, but you're yeah. driving me crazy because <laughs> yeah. I've had the order in for four months now. Talk to us about Barabbas.
5: Oh, Barabbas. Barabbas is going. To, uh, Barabbas. Just to give you a little thing on what Bar, uh, who Barabbas was. Uh, Barabbas was um, uh, in the time of Christ. Uh, he was a uh, he was a Roman killer. So he basically was a Jew who was out there and fighting for fighting for his people. And he and he was a very very physically strong man. Uh, and uh, so uh, it was right before Passover that the crucifixion yeah, okay, of Christ yeah. was going to happen. And he was put up there with Pontius Pilate, who was the governor of Judea, put him up there. And uh, and uh, they, they said, you choose on, on who can be freed. Well, of course, as we all know and history yeah. knows that uh, he was freed and uh... you know christ was crucified but that and that is generally what most people know about barabbas that's but, all i but, know yeah but Bra but what happened interestingly is that Barabbas turned out to actually he was also crucified himself and when he was crucified he wa- he was crucified as a christian because he asked the lord uh all for, for those who believe in Christ as their Lord that you know he wanted to enter his kingdom and uh, and he he was basically sort of betrayed by Pontius Pilate to to uh, to turn over his, uh Saint Peter and the disciples who would congregate in caves outside of town uh, And uh, because what happened was right after that when he was uh, crucified, I believe he continued with his, uh, you know, killing or whatever, and he was again arrested. And so Pontius Pilate told him that, hey, I will give you your freedom again, but this is the situation that uh, I have a niece. And this is all I have because my wife passed away and apparently Pontius Pilate was very much in love with his wife. And the same token, which is what's interesting, is that Pontius Pilate's wife had had a vision of Christ, which is quite interesting. Here's a man who basically carried out Jesus Christ's death sentence, and his wife had a vision of her, so she believed in him, and he knew of that. And so... and. Somehow, I don't know exactly how, but Barabbas knew about that. So, after, uh, so uh, Punches Pilot asked him that uh, I have a niece, and uh, she's, and this is the only love and blood that I have, and I need you to just basically find her. I really don't care about what they're doing, but I need to find her. So he goes out to find her, and he. The the guards basically arrest Saint Peter and the, and the followers, and he figures out that the whole niece story was a story. Ah, it was a story. It was, I was there really was no looking niece. for
3: you to explain about the cigar, although this is very yeah. interesting. <laughs> but you know, but
5: but most people just know that, so that, right. that's what it was. And so he then he was then he basically traded places. He asked, uh, "Hey, you know what? One last thing. You know, I knew about your wife." That she had a vision so all i ask you is that i want to trade a life for a life so you wanted to trade his place with saint peter and saint peter actually led one of his one of the followers out instead of him because he ended up wanting to be crucified as well because of his guilt of three oh, times sure. denying christ and yeah. so on so anyway so that basically the name promise it actually came uh it was uh, was sitting in, sitting in my lounge, my garage lounge having a cigar with my colleague Derek and also a former colleague which you guys have met woody Brown sure. and it was we were just talking about stuff over cigar, and all of a sudden Derek and Woody kind of looked at each other and they're like, I think I think you should make a cigar called barabbas. And ah. so credit, and I always like to
2: give credit to people. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and that's how that so. I usually memorize it, and then tomorrow I come back and I say, I got a great idea. I came up with this idea, Barambas. <laughs> what do you think
3: of that? <laughs> Ring the bell. That's a true story. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so
5: so I'll never take credit for so that's how the name so and, and everything built around it. And then now, Barombas is a one is going to be a one size cigar, a five and a half by fifty four. Very high priming Ecuador Habano wrapper,
3: uh, nice, nice medium medium I to full body. It. Wow! Not, and I, I, honestly, I cannot let you say that it's full bodied because it it was so balanced that that some of that body wasn't lost, but it was softened. Yeah, medium to full. Oh, yeah, it, full, was, yes, it, yes. it was
5: it was very clean, exquisite. Yes, and uh, and uh, and like the uh, difference
3: between eating a mushroom or having a truffle Correct.
5: like that's the difference of it it really was extraordinary well, thank you and and so basically with including with barabbas the limit the cuba rica limitada that is uh, to come out when i'm to do series, we can talk about that if you guys like and the spirit of art which you which guys I are have both very fan fan of. Idea. yeah uh, uh, there is a labor intensiveness that goes into those that is that is kind of crazy and i'm and i'm told that i'm nuts that where the, I color sort the guts of that. Cigar. Right. I mean, that is the intensity that goes into those. And for that very reason, it is it Barabbas, for one will be the most exclusive cigar in the country. I can't see anyone else because there will be only 33 locations. Oh wow. Which.
3: I hope you know you that that takes you out of contention for Cigar of the Year Out year. of 33. <laughs>
5: 33 will be carrying, and it's going to be an allocated cigar. It's going to be only 99 cigars per location allocated monthly. That's okay. it. And it's going to, and I'm working on the packaging, and uh, the box is going to be something that's it's going to be super It's always the packaging. Off. It
2: is. It is.
3: It's
5: right. always the packaging. Because the
2: cigars are made. They're aging. They're yes. done. I, I smoke yes. samples of them. They're, they're phenomenal. Yes. Right.
3: Put them in a cardboard box are crying out loud oh, and no, get no, in no, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and you know our customers say the same thing we'll, you know, we're still waiting, it's it's a packaging hold up you would think it would be the easiest thing of all right. to do. The yes. work that gets put into the cigars take years and the packaging should take months comes yeah. out of the a machine, a yes. boom, it's done. Yes. But it's always the packaging. So yes. let's
3: not, not to, not to belabor on, on Barabbas for too long, but we, we, you've got a lot of stuff, and I want to make sure that we have time to get to all of it. Let's talk for a little bit about Testaroso and where that came from.
5: Yeah, Testeroso Testeroso is, um, uh, is, Testaroso means redhead in Italian. And it is our redhead, is what that's. So that's the slogan for Testarosa we go. The Test- rapper
3: does have a reddish hue to it.
5: Yeah. Uh, Equi- he, it's the an Ecuador, Ecuador Habano rapper. And that band is really unique because we patented the. the, the actual engineering of the band uh, so when you open it up and how it sits and so sure. on uh, it wraps around so you have the actually like a burn so it's like a cigar it that's looks burning. like it's lit that you're yes. pulling on so you have the burning redhead and then you have the embossed ash around it and uh, the shame is uh, you take you take it off you know, right and then yes. you don't know what anyone yes smoke yes it. yes will there
3: yes. be a second band eventually
5: um uh, oh. there there is there is Thoughts out there about uh, certain changes with the packaging and so on, maybe even add a band. uh, I I haven't really done anything on that yet, but if I do, I will definitely uh,
3: keep you in the loop. I'll I'll, I'll tell you, just from a retail standpoint, it is a shame when someone is smoking something as good as Testoroso and no one knows what it is. Yes, yes. You are a little bit, if you don't mind some free advice, you're missing the boat a little bit not having an identifying band on on it, typically where the band is. Because that band is the bomb, but it comes off, and then it's over. It has to come off before you light
5: it. This is where, Mr. Jonathan, not to be redundant, I just, uh, I told you, I'm not a great business.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, I think it's so unique. Well, it is. It's very artistic. Uh, You're seeing people put gigantic bands on cigars, and the first thing you have to do is take the gigantic band off, because you can only light or smoke an an inch of the cigar, and it's got to come off. And, you know, I'm like, what a shame, you know, that... I, I know in much while well, you're sitting in the office and figuring out what to do, but to take a step into a retail environment, you see all the people sitting around here smoking yes. cigars and stuff, and typically they're showing the person next to it. We're seeing one guy right now showing the cigar band to him Correct. of, this is what I'm smoking, and yes. that kind of goes away.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. But the thing, Testeroso, is uh, a true. Uh, the, the, the cigar lovers, the, the guys that enjoy smoking, you know, four or five cigars or More at a that more bold, yes, but yet very complex and balanced. This is is the it's it's where people smoke the cigar, and it is and and it is is a powerhouse, but yet they are like, Oh wow, it changes, it's just uh it's sort of a marathon cigar and that's uh instead of a instead of a sprinter that's how yeah. I kind of like to uh, use the analogy with my cigars just in general from the Connecticut that you're smoking up to Testarole, sort to of, where you have a marathon instead of
2: uh instead of like a loose and bolts. Sure, yeah. just sprints. You have something for everybody that's from the mild version up to the testarossa, which we're going to light up when we come back from break, and we'll see what, the, what that's all about. Uh, I like the milder stuff, but we're going to light it up and we're going to.
1: in price. Maybe this time you should try an Ortzak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortzak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortzak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortzak, but you will love them. Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at CigarStation.com.
2: This is Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox. ESPN New Hampshire, 1250 WGAM, Manchester, 900 WGHM, Nashua.
1: This this is the Cigar Authority. You're either
3: in or you're out, right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter.
1: The authority on
0: everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to
1: us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs.
0: Mr. Jonathan.
3: I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, Checks.
1: And Chuck Morrison. Now, he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here. It's
0: time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And we're getting ready for Christmas and the New Year. We're going through cigars one by one. One, and uh, they're trying to stop us. They're trying to stop us from smoking, but we have to fight back. We'll get into that. we got three minutes with Jessica, a new segment coming up, Smoking. Banned in Boston, once again, we'll explain that. We have Old Fat Freddy and lots more with us, Stephen Adib, as we're lighting up and continuing to smoke
3: our Via Havana, but we're going to move on from there. But first, Mr. Jonathan. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Seabrook, New Hampshire. We are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You can catch us syndicated on any one of the radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in right at cigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the broadcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends over at the Cigar Station, that's thecigarstation.com, replaying our show. station.com replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1.
2: Okay, I'm gonna put down my Via Havana. And I'll show you. I think the um, the only way is to slide this off. Well, you could
5: slide it off, or uh, you can. Uh, I know it's uh, uh, sometimes because of the way it kind of camouflages it and it's hard to see. But see yeah. where it splits, right? See. This is sort of the the whole that's uh, the magic
2: of it so what you have is it. a straight band and on top of it you have a round circle connected to it and correct. then three prongs coming out of it almost making a cross correct say correct. and um th- that round part flaps on top and then somehow boy these girls must work hard and the factory's putting this together yes and uh yes. And, and as jonathan was saying uh, most people are uh have moved out of Costa Rica over the years. We remember some great brands over the years, uh, Bahia in its its heyday, out of Costa Rica. CAO in its heyday, out of Costa Rica. They fled out of there. CAO anniversary. Yeah, and and their brand suffered when they did do that, but they did it for money. They did it to save some money and move out of that country, uh, and you don't see a lot. There's a handful of uh, little cigar brands that are made in Costa Rica, but much, much more expensive than yours.
5: Yes, well uh... we have we have about uh, uh... there is a a lot of the cigar companies in costa rica are very small some they, on standard they range from about you know uh, three four five six pairs that work uh... in in the facility that uh, that I, I contract out uh... uh we have about 25 pairs. Okay. So we have a pretty large uh, uh, operation for what Costa Rica is. Yeah? Yes. Where <laughs> I know that means nothing in places like Dominican and Nicaragua. Right. <laughs> yeah, <but> they have <laughs> where 100. they have where they have, you know, 200, 300, 500 pairs, right. you know, working, but uh, for us, it is. Then that's, of course, the labor cost. The labor cost. An average an average laborer in Costa Rica makes $600 a month, okay. whereas in, like, Nicaragua, I believe it's like $100 a yeah. month or so, something like that. Whatever sure. It is.
2: So, well, good um, for them anyway, but it, it certainly brings the price up. So yeah. in order for um, you to maintain an under $10 price, uh, which, which you have...
5: It's tough, right. but uh, I mean, it's the way to penetrate. Uh, I mean, you needed something to be able to penetrate the sweet spot, as they call sure. it, and to does penetrate Rica- the market.
2: Costa Rica tobacco have have a, a say in most of these blends that you have. Um, I
5: keep the I keep the guts proprietary on okay. that, but uh, in the Via Havana line, no, there is no there is no oh, Costa really? Rica tobacco be- because from my experience, Costa Rica is really known for. It's a uh, wrapper, and their binder is good, but uh, the, the filler I'm not very fond of. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, this obviously has an Ecuadorian wrapper. And I use Ecuadorian wrappers on all my product because, as I said, the, uh, I have access to great wrappers.
2: Uh. So even your, your shade? is is ecuadorian ecuador okay correct wow yes. okay all ecuadorian
5: it
3: doesn't taste ecuadorian it tastes connecticut
5: well that's even uh, a word. E- ecuadorian connecticut yeah <laughs> it's connecticut well, seed grown in there's, ecuador
3: there's connecticut seed grown in ecuador that tastes like it's grown in ecuador and this one has uh, the the distinct flavor that i get which is string beans from uh connecticut which is i find remarkable so something's being done in the fermentation process that has to be more authentic to Connecticut USA fermentation is my guess
5: yeah I give that credit definitely to I'm, I'm very blessed the uh, the gentleman that I contract the factory to do the work yeah is is truly a master of fermenting and curing and he really takes uh, a lot of care and love and detail as I said you know that was really the battle in attaining a great cigar, oh, he's the chef, That's right? That's most of it. That he, is. He absolute, does what you tell him to do, but he yeah, does it the yeah, way you tell and, him to do uh, it. It, it. And then, and then we have very well experienced rollers. And also another point, as you see, these cigars draw very well. They do. I don't use any draw test machines. So oh. there is no draw test machines in our factory. We don't have those uh, uh Just privileges. Do right. Just do them right Just in the do first them right. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you what's the right. Uh, we uh, each one of the each one of the rollers does not roll more than 200 cigars a day. Oh. That is the key. So they're not in a rush, they can take their time.
3: Correct.
2: Average I would tell you those that are listening is is 300. And that's average, but you have got the big factories that are producing as much as 500 cigars per pair. Uh, so, I mean,
5: to keep up with the demand, you right. can't
2: blame them. This That's is, right.
5: This is what it is.
2: All right, so I say we uh, cut and light and fire this thing up all and righty. see what Testerosa is all, all about. It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all those other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So uh, Rosa the redhead, yeah. in, in Italian of all, you know, you didn't cho- choose the Spanish version, the Italian version, which I appreciate as an Italian-American <laughs> myself.
3: And I actually don't like it because I'm French-Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, just registering a complaint. As us the Italians say, say, there are
2: two kinds of people. There are uh, Italians and people who wish they were. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that there's a third version. Really? <laughs> Listen, John, <laughs> those of us who don't give a
5: fly, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You should you, yeah, but Un- at least but at first. least the French at least the French did get some credit with the bottle of Louis. Yes
3: they did. There you, you go,
5: you see. We got to be got, got we're taking care of you there. Yeah. I only know
3: one expression in French, it's voulez vous coucher avec fromage, which is would you go to bed with cheese? Which is Fromage. So Fromage just, which is Italian. <laughs> fromage is French. Oh really? Yeah.
5: Uh, it's a romance uh, language. They're guys, don't try to somewhere. battle that out. That that credit all goes to Latin, okay? <laughs> it does. It <laughs> certainly does.
2: So we have an unfinished foot here. For those that don't understand, the um, normally we'd cut the end of the... Uh, it off so it's trimmed evenly, what you guys do is get the extra tobacco and actually push it into the... Well, foot on the these, tube. is actually it's actually twisted. Okay.
3: It is twisted, it's like a reverse twisted. pigtail. Yeah, it's
2: like a pigtail, but on the foot. it's twisted. Well, I'm very interested in the first draw when you smoke a cigar with an unfinished foot like this or, twi- or the tobacco is on there. The first hit you take of the cigar is actually the taste of the wrapper itself, which is the most expensive part of it. Yes, it is. It is, as you
5: can... As you can see, you taste that uh, you taste that pepper, you yep. taste that caramel. It has caramel notes, as you try. You'll see, but uh, it has that balance and complexity that is, for a bold cigar, it's kind of rare because it generally comes at you. Well,
2: this is densely packed, which you were talking about, and I was letting you go on and dig yourself a grave if that was going to be the case of saying that your cigars aren't draw tested it was so densely packed that I thought I was going to have a tight draw to this Eff- effortless perfect even I mean as is, is dense as this is I mean it draws like a straw there's not a a, a a tough pull at all really good yes well that that
5: just uh, is credit to to very meticulous rolling
2: bunching and then bunching. very good very good. Some people look for a soft cigar. I've I've seen it now that we're in the Christmas season, and, and non-cigar smokers are basically coming in to buy gifts for people, and they they're squeezing the shaman, they're, they're squeezing the cigars, and they're saying, oh, this cigar isn't fresh because it's packed well. Right. It's not crunchy or crackly, but it's packed well, and they say, oh, I like soft cigars, underfilled cigars, and I said, you're not a cigar smoker, right? No. I said, listen, that cigar is perfect. The one that you think is is Correct. is dry, it's, it's packed full. It's not dry, it's soft and everything. But you want an underfilled cigar, squishy like Shaman. <laughs> That's not what you want. <laughs> yes. You know, some of these big ring gauge cigars that you see out there, they're very very soft. They're, they're underfilled, big ring gauges. They'll make lots of 60s out there, but you know, it's a 50 in a in a 60 shell basically. Correct. And so they're using the same amount of tobacco, but. Hey, this is the idea of uh, the cigar authority to tell you these things, so you don't. Um, you think you're getting a bargain? You're not always getting a bargain. You want a uh, a dense, you,
5: cigar. you want to get the you want to get the maximum money for the tobacco that you're you, paying for, right?
3: That, and what I <laughs> find your, about uh, unfinished feet on the cigar is the the draw at the beginning is a little tight because you're restricting the air by closing the foot yes, over. So of course. And then all of a sudden it just pops. Pop, right. And then the, the airway opens and up. And what I
5: generally do with that uh, is on this particular cigar is I actually take a little longer time lighting it uh, because, yeah, burn because it. it's closed. So you actually, like, burn it. And so now, you know, uh, then it's just ash and you're going from there. No, but yeah. It. And then you have some people that just actually cut off the other end, too, you know. That They'll,
2: initial hit, like you said, Carmel. again, when people say these to me, I, I hope that... Uh, I'm not, you put it into my mind, and that's what I tasted,
3: but boom, it, yes. it's caramel. It, it's caramel with a little, a little hint of white pepper. it a little spicy it note there's to it pep- there's there's pepper in oh, yes. to it. There's pepper in it. Yes. There's pepper in it
2: like there's Nicaraguan tobacco in this. It's pepper. Yeah. I won't. Yeah, pepper. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I know I got it right on the butt, but he's not going to say it. But Good I can try it. there, yeah. Dave. <laughs> I got Nicaragua tobacco, no matter what they say. But that's between us, us kids over here. Today is uh, Sharp Small Saturday. Today the day that uh, I think American Express is the one that put this through. This is when uh, you're supposed to go to your, your local brick-and-mortars, your mom-and-pops, And instead of going online, instead of going to the big box stores, you throw a bone to the little store. Like, we're throwing a bone right now to the little manufacturer, the micro brand. Yes. Uh, I not only like to do it on this day, I like to do it all the time. You know, I, I think again, you're a bigger fish in a, in a smaller pond. You go into the local uh, restaurant, and you, you're, you're they're very grateful that you're, you're doing business with them. You go Absolutely. into a, a chain, which is obviously yeah. mass producing the product, not the care that goes into it. Um, I think you're, in, you're, num- you're number 27 or Absolutely whatever thing it is. Absolutely. So, uh, you know. I say just not today, but all the time. Try to throw a bone to the, your, lo- your local guy. Yes. Go to the little coffee shop and get yes. a cup of coffee there
3: as opposed to the big chain. And you know what? It sometimes is a little bit more expensive, but you're buying the quality. And that's <coughs> what that's what people forget. You go to the big chains, you're not buying quality. You're buying mass production. They don't actually care too much about the product except that it's close. The small guys care that it's perfect. That's yeah. what you're getting. This Louis Trey that
2: you're given. Um, you can't even get it anymore. It's very expensive. Tough. It is very it, tough. You, you
5: can't even uh, buy I them. believe uh, with the emergence of uh, emergence of emergence of China and uh, they, uh, uh, I guess the Asians uh, 50 Cent? enjoy their cognacs especially. Yes. That is their uh, drink of choice. And uh, I think with the emergence that they've had and the success that they've had economically. They've uh, and the numbers they have, sure, <laughs> yeah. 1.3 billion. Right, uh, they're consuming a lot of it, so I guess the supply can't keep up with the demand, and due to that reason, uh, well, Inside, prices have skyrocketed. And it's
2: not like they can make more. It, it's blended, but it's blended with 100-year-old cognac also. I mean, I looked into a lot of the, the right. factors that have this. Oh
3: my god of what goes into this uh can you imagine the dude a hundred years ago saying i'm making this cognac so that not my kids but my kids kids will be blending this out to make louis trey or whatever they're going to make maybe he didn't even know what the the concept was but i'm going to make the most exceptional cognac to be used a hundred years from now i can't i can't imagine americans having that kind of patience really really yeah it's pretty amazing
5: it's pretty amazing. hundred years is a long time.
2: It's a long time, and um, let, let's take uh, a, a segment right now and let's go uh, while you're enjoying life, to, while we're enjoying life. Thoughts first, drinking cognac, smoking great cigars. It's important to be a gentleman. Out of how to be more debonair, more gentleman-like
0: is Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. A gentleman.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me the gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seat belts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume.
0: You need a gentleman.
1: And this is the gentleman's way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonir Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. How to be a gentleman in an argument. If you ever find yourself in an argument or disagreement with someone, you'll want to maintain your gentlemanly character. This is where many modern men feel miserably. Whether it's in an argument with a drunken guy at a bar, or a disagreement over politics at work, you'll want to remember a few important things. Number one, avoid physical fighting whenever possible. Eventually, you may find yourself in a situation where a drunken person pushes you because he is drunk and would like a nice fight. Do not be the person to throw the first punch. If you can avoid fighting, you'll have proven you do not wish to sink to a reckless and immature person's level. Thus, you show you are a true gentleman. Number two, if you're having an argument with someone, do your best to not get overly excited and raise your voice. If you do, you're showing that you have a very short temper and are not able to carry a tough conversation without losing it. Gentlemen know how to control their emotions and temper. Number three, take disagreements outside. If you find yourself in a situation where you feel you must address some sort of problem that has arisen, do not do it in public or around a large group of people. Never draw attention to yourself or ruin everyone else's time with your public quarreling. Number four, be slow to anger. Rather than immediately get defensive and angry, try analyzing the situation and seeing it for what it really is. If a store clerk has accidentally given you too little change, do not lash out in anger at the manager. Ask him quietly if he could look at the situation. A gentleman is always calm, relaxed, and slow to anger. Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you Debonair enough?
2: How are you, Mr. Jonathan? I certainly am. No, you're not. Not even close. <laughs> he's uh he's being angry right now. I am being angry <laughs> right <laughs> now. But yeah. you know
3: what? In the way of of Chuck Morrison teaching me, I'm gonna keep it internalized, and I'm gonna let it take years off my life instead of blow up at people. There yeah, we go. Yeah, if you could only pull that off, you'd be all set. Speaking of some <laughs> gentlemen,
2: uh, the folks at uh, Diamond Crown, the uh, the Newman brothers, our true gentlemen. Are uh, running a promotion that's going on here right now. Uh, you and your guests will join David Garofalo, that's me, Mr. Jonathan, that's and Jeff Morrison for a special taping of the Cigar Authority Radio Program during a three-day, two-night smoking experience you will never forget. It includes first-class round-trip airfare for two from Boston to Tampa, including deluxe first-class accommodations in Tampa a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum, including cigars, a tour of the J.C. Newman Factory, including cigars, dinner, and a tour of the award-winning Burns Steakhouse in Florida, which, of course, includes cigars, first-class seating at the Boston Bruins versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. In the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge in Tampa on March 18, 2014, the only place where you can watch a game live and smoke a cigar, which is included. Uh, you'll even have cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home. And this is where they've had their home since uh, they moved their, uh, into Tampa and started their factory. You'll sit in on the Cigar Authority show on Saturday, March 8th, live from Tampa, Florida, in the Cigar Factory. This, this prize package is priceless, and it begins right now uh, with Diamond Crown purchases at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. The win will be drawn on the show on January 25th, so come on by Buy a few cigars and maybe join us uh, for
3: that. January 25th is that not the same date as the Grammys? I don't know. Oh, so you won't be able to attend? Is that the same same <laughs> time? Because Gianna
2: is going to the Grammys. Obviously, she's going to take me. She was invited. She was invited. So I think that's
3: an invitation for two. She needs us somebody there. And you know that I'm her partner in crime. Yeah. So so uh-huh. a little. Ner- I know she's listening right now. Gee, I hope you understand. I may, I may have to back out and go to this Tampa thing.
2: Well, it's a black tie event. I don't know if you. I right. have a tuxedo. You do. I Just, do. So, you, so you're ready to go. So uh, anyway, it's time to go to this day in American classic history, brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble.
3: You've heard of epic rap Battle, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day. In American Classic History. is looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. Warriors! American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar.
2: And pinch hitting for Chuck Morrison today will be Stephen Adib. You ready to play our game? Sure. Sure against uh, Mr. Jonathan, and this is, uh, I'll tell you a little about somebody celebrating their birthday today, and uh, it'll be the closest year without going over, so I'll ask you, for instance, what their birthday is, what year they were born, and you will tell me uh, what year that was, closest without going over gets a point, and uh, we'll see who ends up winning. So uh, who goes first, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, You know what? Why don't I be a gentleman and let Stephen go first? Why don't you? (laughs) Okay, Okay, Stephen. So here's how it goes. Samuel Langhorne Clemens. You know who that is? I
5: have no idea.
2: A.K.A. Mark Twain. Oh. Okay. Okay. American actor, author, and humorist. He wrote The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, big cigar smoker, big pipe smoker, was born today. What year?
3: 1880.
2: 1880.
3: Okay, well, he was known to smoke 30 cigars a day, so I'm going to say 1830. 1835. Mr.
2: Jonathan will get the point there. See how it goes? So, Mr. Jonathan, here's a uh, softball to you. Ready? Okay. Sir Winston Leonard Spencer Winston Churchill, a.k.a. Churchill. British politician who became Prime Minister in the UK, regarded as one of the greatest wartime leaders, Nobel Prize winner, uh, they named the Churchill-sized cigar after him. He is a citizen, an honorary citizen of the United States, big cigar smoker, and probably the most famous in the whole world. Born today, what year? Come on, you're doing the math. 1884. 1884, he says. 1874. 1874 is two points. It's an oh, absolute no hitting. Two points. Even though I gave you the answer all during the thing, telling you
3: 39 years old. I just, you know, my math skills d- really. Aren't couldn't that do the strong. math. Couldn't do the math. So this goes to Stephen,
2: Richard, Wangstaff, Clark.
3: Any idea? First man to be called wanker. That's what I'm going. <laughs> with. I have no the idea. The late great. Dick
2: Clark, American television host oh, okay. and producer, founder of Dick Clark Productions, okay. died just one year ago, known best for American television's longest-running variety show, American bandstand that lasted 30 years, uh, game shows including uh, Pyramid, um, New, New Year's Rocking Eve at Times Square every year, uh, American Music Awards show. Today is his birthday. He born done. today. What year? 19... 19- Twenty-five. 1925.
3: Oh, I was going to say 1925. I'm going to have to say 1926.
2: 1929. Mr. Jonathan gets oh, a point. Go. we got a tie game right now. See how this works? Okay, Mr. Jonathan. William Michael Albert Broad.
3: Anything? Nothing.
2: A.K.A. Billy Idol. Oh, Billy Idol.
3: Billy Idol,
2: yeah. <laughs> English singer songwriter, "Dancing with Myself," "White Wedding," "Rebel Yell," "Eyes song Without for a Face." A wedding,
3: period. There we it's go. White Wedding. It's not a wedding song, folks. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, he would have been born in 1948. 1948, he says.
5: 48. I will say.
2: I will say 1947. Mr. Jonathan gets it. 1955. 1955. Three to two so far.
3: I almost said 55 as well. Yeah, you almost did. I get nervous with the two fives. My two favorite numbers. Really? Five and five. Okay, Stephen, ready? I'm ready. Vincent Edward
2: Jackson. Do you know who he is? No. Bo Jackson. Retired American baseball player and football player, the only athlete to be named All-Star in two major American sports, was named the greatest athlete of all time by ESPN, Bo Knows. Bo Knows. Bo Knows. knows. But to you, what year was he born? Bo Jackson would,
5: I would say, 19...
3: Five seconds. 1966. 1966, he says. See, I was going to go with 1965, but now I'm afraid I'm going to have to say 1967. Uh, nine, you're both over. It's
2: 1962. Son both over. God. No points there. Still the fastest man on his baseball team after his hip replacement. Really? Yeah. All right. So uh, it goes to you, Mr. Uh, Jonathan. Ben- Benjamin Edward Stiller, a.k.a. Den Stiller. Stiller, American comedian, actor, voice of screen, film director, producer, son of the veteran comedian Jerry Stiller in Anne Marie. Uh, Zoolander. Um, there's something about Mary, parents, dodgeball. 65. 65, he says. We don't have to go any further. We got two points there, Boom. Mr. Jonathan. He did. So we got five to two. I don't know what you can do, but... Um, we're going to give one to you. This is the last one. You can't do anything with it. But Michael Jackson's second solo album, Thriller, which producer Quincy Jones re- released worldwide, became the biggest selling album worldwide this day. Okay. What year? 1983. Ooh. 1983, says. I have to say 1987. 1982, no points there. But Mr. Jonathan, you got it. You I've got it. On, I've been on fire as of late. Five to two. This day in American Classic History brought to you by Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan tobacco. Celebrate today, November 30th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. So there we have it. And uh, we've been dying to do something with this, and we're not quite there yet, but text cigars to 96362. We're building a text list for prizes on contests and things like that. We're very, very close to having something. Text the word cigars to 96362.
3: And that's that. I did learn what website to go to, to for us to be able to find it. So I'm starting. Okay, so <laughs> so we're starting. Hopefully next week we have
2: something there for you folks anyway. But listen, uh, we have um,
3: uh, we have to take a look in social media. All right, let me uh, let me switch over to my iPod. I'm going to do that one. All right, you're
2: going to do that one. So, um, what else do we got? Uh, smoking. Oh, I want to I want to bring this up while he's working on that. Uh, Boston is banning smoking again. This time they're going to public parks, and right after New York City has has gone no smoking in parks, and actually finding out that it's illegal to do that, they actually make it so parks are okay. Now Boston is moving forward, and they're starting that right now, that they're trying to enact that in so you can't smoke outdoors in Boston. So what do we do about that? Well, you're from California. You guys do all this kind of crap yes, all the yes. time.
5: we're the we're the trendsetters, unfortunately, for With what everyone everything that's followed the rest of this country. You've, you've heard
2: the expression of "Abandon Boston." I mean, Boston's been doing it for 200 years, banning things in Boston. Started, right. to, you know, I mean, they've been doing it for hundreds of years. So, uh, they continue to do it, and um, I'd say vote the bum out. But we did vote the bum out. Now we got a we got a new mayor starting uh, in uh, January happens to be a cigar smoker so hopefully we can, we can overturn this and not let it happen but hopefully this, this stuff is uh, happening all the time so you're ready to go these are the best tweets i saw all week okay these are the best tweets i saw all week social media segment brought to you by recluse cigars the cigars that were built on social media all recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles for a course of two full years To guarantee you balance of flavor, try a Recluse Cigar today. Best tweets all week. I just saved a bunch of money on Christmas gifts by discussing my political views on Facebook. Huh? That'll that'll start trouble right there. Okay, next one. Don't fart in Apple stores. They don't have windows. Huh, Mr. Jonathan? They don't have windows? Huh? Not bad. Today, I'm just going to wear pajamas all day. That's Hugh Hefner every morning. I pledge allegiance to the pizza and the taste in which it stands. One circle under sauce for ranch and breadsticks for all. I like it. And the best tweet I saw all week. If I could have dinner with anyone, either alive or dead, I would totally choose dead because more food for me. And that's today's... uh, Best tweets I saw all week, brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and 2 Bar, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect draw, every time, Recluse Cigars. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have a new segment called Three Minutes with Jessica. Old Fart Freddie will join us, and uh, we'll tell you what the Cigar Authority has planned for 2014. Uh, we have plans, and we'll tell you about those and lots more when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
2: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch. It was love at first sight. Details! I need details, sir.
3: Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall?
2: No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a a dwarf, Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louis! Yeah. Uh get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it.
1: Fleur de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out.
3: is my DJ Mr Jonathan is me Mr Jonathan is my dj.com your one stop shop for everything dj and sound production Mr Jonathan is my dj.com
1: He reads the dictionary just for fun He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the
3: cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using US shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting, Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
1: It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit you don't light a Garofalo it lights you its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe it has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro except it's perfect as it is I always smoke cigars and when I do I prefer Garofalo keep smoking Garofalo my friends They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. All right, I'll sign up today.
0: Rocky Patel premium cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> In we're
2: going to return. We have a new segment, three minutes with Jessica. That's coming on, and uh, we're looking at this bottle, of Louis the Eighth. Stephen Adib is with us from
3: Via Havana. Thirteenth, Louis the Thirteenth, X- or, or, or X I I, I Thirteen. You took it down the five knots yeah, you Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a thirty-two it hundred dollar bottle. Show some respect, son.
2: Thirty-two hundred dollar bottle, and uh, what a great promotion uh, and a great idea. Uh, Louis the Thirteenth was the monarch of the House of Bourbon, yet he's known for cognac. Barely. Totally, totally different thing, right? Uh, ruler of France from sixteen ten to sixteen forty three. Uh, he exceeded his father. Now you would think his father would be Louis the Twelfth, but no, it was Louis the Fourth. Why does that work? out? What the heck? King of France. I have no idea. So uh, Louis Thirteenth becomes the king of France at the age of eight and a half. Really? Eight and a half years old. Um, he was big into men's fashion, Mr. Jonathan. He introduced the wearing of men's wigs in 1624. Yeah, I'm not into wigs. You should be. I'm into a lot of stuff. You're a bald man. <laughs> not wigs. No. So Louis Trey, they call it. King Louis Uh, Louis XIII, its official name is Louis XIII by Remy Martin, a cognac produced by Remy Martin. Uh, Cognac is manufactured using wine grapes, we were just talking about that uh, during the break, uh, from the Grand Champagne territory of Cognac, France. So this is the best there is, it's blended um, from a blend of, of different cognacs, from 40 to 100 year old blend. Jonathan, you were talking about that—that that they had to have uh, thought a hundred years ago and said, "Save yeah. this, so we can put this in
3: something a hundred years from now." I'm not going to lie—if I made a cognac a hundred years ago and it was great, it wouldn't exist a hundred years later. Yeah. Um, the
2: uh, average price right now they're saying is 3100. Good luck finding the 3100. We found it at 3200. Was the best we could do. Uh, the bottle was actually a wager in the 1988 film Cocktails. Remember that movie, Cocktails? Yes.
4: Ah,
2: yes. Uh,
3: I knew I had heard it before.
2: Yeah. As a indicator uh, of value, Tom Cruise remarked during uh, that movie, it's in the movie, a $500 bottle of brandy, he said. And now it's $3,200 from 88 Invest your money in cognac. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that would be the best investment. I'll tell you, it didn't work on housing. It didn't work on anything compared to that. Yeah. All cognac Imagine is brandy. Imagine you had a
5: warehouse of it, huh?
2: Yeah. All <laughs> cognac is brandy, but not all brandy is cognac. And this is the best of the best. So they say, and somebody's going to win it. You're giving it away. Yes. So you come here to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook today, or you come by Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua tomorrow, you purchase just a few cigars, you get your name entered in, and at 4 o'clock tomorrow we're going to reach in, we're going to pull it out, and someone's going to leave with a $3,200 bottle of... Uh, Providing they
3: are over the age of 21. The that's legal right. drinking yeah. age, and soon to be the legal smoking <laughs> yeah. age. I would say... Nationwide. nationwide. So why is that? Why is everybody
2: um, raising the ages of... Uh, of smoking all of a sudden when you can go to war and you hear all these stories of um, who can do what and what's going on? Why are they doing this? Um, it's uh, it's a
5: surprise to me, Dave. It's I guess a you can thing. give your life up, but uh, you can put your put yourself in the line of fire at the age of 18, but you can choose and have the liberty to have a drink or a cigar or, or a cigar. It's so we're crazy. the only nation and, on earth that says a 21 year it age. It really is drinking. a soft
3: law because they're saying under the age of 21, you cannot purchase. But in those states, over the age of 18, you can possess. Because cities are doing it. Right. You can possess the, the but, cigarettes. But you know this is going to snowball anyway. So, uh,
2: anyway, Jessica, who works for us, uh, she wanted to do a little segment, and it's Three Minutes with Jessica, and she's going to talk about it right now. So here it is Three Minutes with Jessica.
4: Three Minutes with Jessica! What an intro. Does the U.S. have a teen smoking problem? Or is it just another drug problem? Cities and states are all of a sudden raising their legal ages for smoking. It started quietly back eight years ago with two cities in mass, Canton and Needham. Now it's getting traction with a much bigger city, New York City. Immediately following is Utah and Hawaii, and there is word of D.C. and California in the near future. While this is cold and flu season, what will be the most contagious is bills to raise the smoking age from 18 to 21. What is happening and why? Reported by the government is that teen smoking is rising and for the sake of the children, new laws need to be created to stop it. They believe higher taxes will solve everything. High taxes need to be created not for more revenue, I no, but to price the children out of the game. The same children, now the 18 20 year old children hundred dollar sneakers, cell phones, big money tickets to concerts, I'm sure a ten dollar pack of butts is now certainly out of the question. Then there is the ban on flavored cigars because those must be marketed to the kids, right? If that was the case, what about flavored vodkas, flavored condoms, and flavored coffees? Are they all going for the children? No, they're not. The National Institute on Drug Abuse reports that tobacco use among 12th graders were the lowest in history but over 22% of them are current marijuana smokers. This is where most of the underage tobacco use comes from. The wrapper of a non-premium cigar is used as a modern-day rolling paper. So what do we have here, and have had for decades, is a drug problem. At the same time our government officials are trying to tax cigars and add more laws and regulations to it, they're legalizing the drug itself, marijuana. How's this? keep your drugs, taxes, and laws out of my humidor. Stop trying to run our country from the tax of a product consumed by the minority and stop creating laws that cannot be enforced and hurt the economy while saving no one. When are we adults? I believe an 18-year-old man or woman is a man or a woman who can fight and die for this country and they are an adult. I believe an 18-year-old who works and pays taxes is an adult. I believe an 18-year-old who can vote make the decision who to vote for, or out, of office is an adult. I believe that if an 18 year old can run against you for office, like for state senator in New York, and take you out of office, and write the laws for the state, they must be an adult. Shouldn't they be able to smoke a cigar after beating you for office, or defeating the enemy on the battleground? Shouldn't they be able to survive a military battle and have a cigar after in celebration? Are you going to say they're not an adult?
2: Three minutes with Jessica, making some good points there. In the in the state of New, Han- of, of New York, you can run for Senate. You can become the senator of that state at 18 years old, no but kidding. you can't have a drink or a cigar smoke. So you're an adult enough to actually make the laws of the state, but you can't have a cigar while you're doing it. It's it's <laughs> or a drink. right.
5: Uh-huh. It's crazy. It is crazy. I believe it
2: just comes down to politics. I mean, you know that. The good old dirty business. It's it's all it's all about that. Well, when you have cities doing it and people are crossing over the city line to obviously buy it where it's legal, cross across state lines and things like that, all you're doing is hurting we're talking about small today's small business Saturday. Yeah. You're hurting small businesses. All you is all you're doing. And and, and the irony here is
5: that you have a mayor who is one of the ten wealthiest men in this country. And he's amassed that wealth through being a
2: businessman. Yeah. Of all people, you would think he would be pro-business. Right. He doesn't uh, want anybody to get bigger uh, than him. I guess. Or, I don't know. I don't understand what the politics are, or he's actually gone crazy.
5: Uh, usually, usually historically, there's a case that when you uh, when you do, <laughs> you are
2: you are surrounded with a lot of money that can get to your head. That could be a case, Dave. Oh my God. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that. And if you have any, uh, anything you want, uh, Jessica to chime into, just email us at thecigarauthority.com. You'll see our email on the info at thecigarauthority.com. Let us know what you want to hear on the show. We're preparing for 2014 right now, talking about getting on the road, going to different places, and doing different things. But what do you want to see the, what direction do you want to see the show go into? Uh, let us know. Uh, we're looking to make it better, obviously. Charlie Pateras
3: loves her accent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which, which is really thick. That's uh, just how she talks, right?
3: That is exactly how she talks.
2: And uh, I can't understand it because what we try to do here is have no accent at all, right? Right. I've been pulling her off for years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's Jessica. She works. Uh, she's probably listening in right now. She's at the Salem shop. Uh, but we bounce her around from store to store anyway. So, uh, small business Saturday from American Express. Um, it works for so many things that you can go except, what? Tobacco products. Oh yes, of
5: course.
3: No good. Uh,
5: you, no you, good. Lo- you lost me there. For no a good, and, sorry. and sorry. of course, David
3: being an American <laughs> Express black card holder, it ca- it cannot participate in yes. buying cigars. Yeah, <laughs> there's a
5: lot of these companies don't even allow you to have. Uh, Merchant services, if you're a tobacco. There's a lot of brutal. Don't even get David started about it because I will have a heart attack. (laughs) Did I I touch a
3: subject there?
2: We we don't (laughs) carry MasterCard on our online, twoguyscigars.com. You can't use your MasterCard on there. And I could. I could give them a couple thousand dollars or something, whatever. It's actually
3: less. It's 500 at this point. Really? they, They play dirty pool and they played a, a, a little shell game between the merchant service provider and MasterCard, and they kept blaming each other for what this, the, these fees were. And I, as the Extortion. buyer and the general manager, Extortion. Nothing, I, I, nothing could, short not, I could not get to the bottom of who was charging us because I need to be able to send it to billing and say, make the checkout to this person. I couldn't get to the bottom of it, and it lapsed to something, something they made up. They hit us 10000
2: Amazing. Because I wouldn't give them the, the 2,000 at the time. Now they're looking for 500. I go, I am not paying extortion. No, no, this is because you're not. Uh, you're a high-risk in,
3: venture in, because you sell tobacco.
2: You're not in compliance. Right. So I said, "Oh, I want to get in compliance. What do I do?" And they said, "Give us $2,000." I said, "I realize that you want $2,000, but what do I do to get in compliance so I don't pay the $2,000? Even if it costs much more than $2,000, I like to be in compliance. What does it take?" He said, they said, "Give us $2,000." I said, "That's extortion." Yes. Absolutely. I grew up in the city, man. I know how it works. It's yes. extortion. I will not pay extortion. So I'm not going to do it." And they said, "Well, you have to." And I go, Listen, I've heard this from much bigger people, than, than much more scarier people than MasterCard. Yes. Okay, maybe they're not bigger than MasterCard, but they're scarier. Yeah. <laughs> so I will not pay the extortion fee, and they said, okay, boom, $10,000 fine. So we took MasterCard
3: off our online. We won't accept it. And I'm not sure if you know, David, but taking it off of the website is forever. Yeah, and Master Mastercard card, will listen, never go back on the website. Now he's mad about it. Yes, and you know we see eye to eye with that. Cut absolutely. your nose to spite
2: <laughs> your face. I do it all the time. I do it for principle, and uh, and I, you, you, wherever you see it, if you if you if you look online and you see a tobacco person using Mastercard, they're paying the extortion fee. And I've talked to some of them, and I say, why are you paying the extortion fee? Well, Mascot is a big part of our business. I said, it's it's just as big a part of my business as it is your business. But I will not give them the extortion fee. Don't give it to them. And then it goes away. If you don't give the extortion money to them, the extortionists go away. But they will not do it. They will not do it. So I, I fight a battle, once again, all by myself. I can't win, but... I hold a principle, and I say I'm going to go all the way. And and at least see sleep right, Dave. Yeah, you do, you do that's it, the you... way I. That's the way
5: I like to comfort you do myself with that. Bad business, probably. Bad business. Bad business. Yeah, but I guess
2: but it, it is. But, it, but it's what you stand for, oh, and, and, you, and you don't take it. Uh... Before
3: we go any further, we yeah. do need to step into the aging room just to make sure we have time. All right, let's To do it. hear the wisdom of old Fart Freddie. Let's do it. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better just like aging room cigars they're made in small batches from rare and limited 100 percent dominican tobaccos and here in our aging room is old fart freddy
0: nowadays when you call the incontinence hotline first they make you push one for english and then they put you on hold i'm incontinent for crying out loud in my day the only way to put number one on hold was with a clothespin with a stiff spring nowadays the discharge process from the hospital can take hours there is paperwork, insurance, protocol, and you have to find your underwear. In my day, the Doc based his decision to discharge you on a gentle squeeze while you coughed. Nowadays, all people care about is that the food is made from white meat. In my day, World War III broke out between me and 11 siblings over the turkey legs or wings. The darker the fruit, the sweeter the meat, Papa thought Freddy would always say. We were close pin men with no problems discharging that were not afraid to eat the dark meat.
3: Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars, made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. Hey, Doc, I said gentle
2: squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I bumped into this week? Rico Barr. Oh, no kidding. Rico Barr is the guy you hear the commercial for Two Guys Smoke Shop, and he's the uh, guy that put that jingle together. He did. So uh, he popped in to get some cigars. We sat down, had a cigar together for a little while, and he says uh, he never misses the show. He usually listens to it on the podcast, replay of it, uh, that you can get at any time on uh, thecigarauthority.com. And um, he, while he's working out, he listens to the show. So, hi, Rico, if he's listening anyway, but he, uh, he gets a kick out of old Fat Freddy. And, uh, he certainly does. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he says you guys have no idea about history, you young guys, when it's him and Chuck. They can't go back past probably 1990, however. Oh, yeah, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rico Boss says he's going to work on maybe a jingle for the Cigar Authority.
3: Oh, no kidding. Wow. He, is, he is exceptionally talented. He and I play at a, a similar venue, uh, the New Hampshire Amateur Ballroom Dance Association, I see him on the bill. Uh, He he and I play opposite each other. So if he plays the first uh, month, I play the second month and so on. So we play at the same place, and uh, I hear nothing but rave reviews about his music. And we've had him at our anniversary party. Yes, we have. And what an exceptionally talented man and surrounds himself by exceptionally talented musicians. So Rico, I know you're listening. Kudos to you, my man. You got it going on.
2: And he's an attorney. If you ever need an attorney, get out of here. That's what he is. He's a. That's his big paying job or something. But musicians, they're they're underpaid. What a shame. They're very talented and underpaid, and they, you know, it's not like they can they can make a. If I ever
3: lose a wedding gig, to Rico Bar and the Jump Jive Review, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Every other band I talk trash about, but if I hear someone's hiring him, I'm on. I'm on board. So, uh, yeah,
2: you hear the little jingle of two guys rock, yes, yeah, he did that, and very uh, nice, so, maybe we got a cigar authority one coming on that would be awesome. we of so this this lame crap that we have at the beginning <laughs> of our show, but we have to deal what we have to do we're trying to improve, as I said earlier, we're trying to improve the show, uh so adding different things in there, so we got Jessica in there, and we got a guy um that uh jumps in with different uh, sounds. That's not true. We actually had Winston Churchill back from the dead. Oh, videos. that was Winston Churchill? That was really Winston <laughs> Churchill. <laughs> calling but that's Terry. Phone. We're using local talent. Yeah. When I say local, it's people that work for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am, quite I am local, finally, huh? <laughs>
3: I'm I'm running out of material with Old Fart Freddy, so I'm going to reach out to our audience. If you come across some good, that's what she said type of material that doesn't cross right? the line. Yeah, double entendres. Double, double entendres. entendres. <coughs> Please hit me up on Facebook. That's Mr. Jonathan Barbeau on Facebook. Uh, I do have more friends than David, so if you yes, see, that's why he's if saying this. <laughs> if you see that on there, that's okay. You We're both be... hovering around 4,200. From what
2: I understand, we don't want to have 5,000. Well, at we... the
3: point we hit 5,000, I'm going to start going through and deleting some people that are dumb enough to have the word cigar in their name. So start cleaning it up, folks, because those are fake profiles. Really? I, I accepted them initially before I knew what was going on. Now I know, and. Uh, I just can't delete them now because then you'd have more friends than me. So right. i got to wait.
2: I've deleted people. I, I, I spend the uh, uh, you know uh, a little time deleting people every once in a while when they put things on my wall and oh, stuff. Oh, I
3: can't stand that. Yeah, that's a psh, banishment forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> forever. And I'll do nasty stuff. I'll, I'll actually report it to Facebook and say that they're spamming me. And then they say, do you want to unfriend? Absolutely. Make them go away. But
2: you know what you do? You wait until their birthday. That's when you unfriend them on their birthday. Un- un- that like I don't uh, know that seems fair to me yeah
3: so we do Wait that a too. little birthday
2: so we're looking for new things to do for the cigar authority new segments we're looking for new advertisers we're looking for new everything yeah uh, improve it uh, build it up a little get new segments going on and make it enjoyable for you so that we can keep an audience and
3: uh, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes some stuff even you don't know about David that in 2014 the cigar authority is about to go into the stratosphere. Stratosphere. We are we are launching this thing into new heights, and it's through the help of our listeners bringing together those great ideas and, and segment ideas. So keep them coming. All right. So we have Stephen Adib here. He's given
2: away a bottle of Louis the 13th Cognac. We're going to do that uh, tomorrow at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, right at 4 o'clock. You'll be there all day with us, though. So that's come right. on down. If you've got some time today, we're in Seabrook till 6 o'clock tonight. Come on down. Get get yourself into it. Uh, get a chance. It's just going to be uh, one raffle ticket pulled out, and uh, if that person wins, that's what they get. If you're uh, the lucky one that wins, I'm re- requesting that you actually take the cork off the thing and pour the glasses out and have a good time right there, there and go. then. Wouldn't that be nice? That's or what you, I would do. Maybe you want to be at the shop when that happens in case one of... Uh, the happy fellows uh, end up uh, yeah. doing what I've been requesting. <laughs> uh. Now,
3: there is one more cigar that I'd like Stephen to touch on. I know we don't have a lot of time. Sure. But you had a good friend. His name was Art. And cool. now you have a cigar that is coming out soon. Correct. Again, the order's already in, so quit delaying with <laughs> the packaging. <laughs> so uh, why don't you just give us a quick rundown of who Art was and what the cigar is about.
5: Uh, Art was a... Uh very uh close friend pretty much a brother uh who brother from another I l- mother love yeah brother from another mother exactly who who was uh a true gentleman gentleman as i like to say yeah. truly was uh he was uh, in the industry yes he was he was a he was a colleague of mine in the past and uh and uh a man that uh if you had an interaction with you'd never forget and uh his passing was uh, something that would, that I took very hard, and uh, he passed away from cancer and uh, had the tender age of 49, oh, and, that's uh, terrible. Uh, and uh, so I wanted to uh, do a cigar in his honor, and uh,
3: some of the proceeds of the cigar actually go it to... It will go,
5: a portion of the proceeds going go, uh, to go to St. Jude's Children's Clinic, uh, and another p- uh, portion is going to go to his widow and his kids.
2: All right, when can we expect that?
5: Uh, I'm hoping. Uh, you say here, uh, I might punch you in the face. Like
2: ja- uh, January. <laughs> All right. January. So, so, that's. I'm hoping January. In Costa Rican yeah. language. That's uh, April seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Juan Martinez, the son of Doctor Alessandro Martinez Cuenca. The next generation uh, is uh, off and running at Hoy de Nicaragua. We're seeing a lot of that in his new cigar, Cuatro Cinco, 45, yeah. the 45th anniversary of, uh, Hoya of, of Hoya de Nicaragua. So uh, we'll have him on the show as we look at the hottest Christmas gifts of the past and of the present. Of the present. So don't forget, Havana event continues through Sunday. Come on up and uh, and meet Steven. He's a great guy. And uh, learn about his products. You're going to love him. So uh, thank you everybody for joining in. Thank you for Winston Churchill for joining us. Uh, three minutes with Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. I'd
5: just like to make a point. Sure. A. Uh, I uh, I truly urge the audience to watch this show continually because uh, it's very educational. You really learn. Just as I did today, I had no idea that Winston Churchill had a Cockney accent. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Something out of it. <laughs> no idea.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thanks everybody for listening. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority. The United Cigar Retailers and Radio right. Network. Instead of
3: my normal stick about keeping the lid out and, and out of your mouth, but you know by now I'd like to propose a toast to Art. Ah, to Art. Yes. There we go. Thank a gentleman, you, a spirit gentlemen. of art. There we go. You. Bye, everybody.
5: Thank you.